The following podcast is a Dear Media production. That's a Retrograde is brought to you today in part by our friends over at Thrive Market. Head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde for an extra 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. Let the jingle play. Loving life, learning, living, getting, getting laid. laid. <laughs> Yo, March is the month. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with a human man. Of getting your dick wet? Well, okay. That was, I'm not ready for that amount of um, explicit explicitity. Okay. But this is a wellness show, okay? What I'm looking for is just to be like fucking obsessed with someone. Not in like a, I want to like follow you home, you on Netflix kind of way. Right. But like in a physical way, like I feel like I haven't been with someone in like a really long time that I'm like, I just want to like have our bodies be touching. Yeah. Because when you just like are in this cycle of like randomness, you kind of like just take what you get in a way. So true. And it's hard to find that like spark. And I'm just like, March, come through. I feel it coming around the river bend for you in such a deep way. Listen. I love you so much, but you have been saying that for three to four years. <laughs> you're like, it's right around the corner. <laughs> and like, yeah, then I fall off a fucking cliff. But no, I think you're right because I, now I truly am in a place of like detachment. Like yeah. the book, as regressive and um, problematic as it may be. We're talking about getting to I do, which this has become a side podcast of that. Guys, listen, I, I feel like what's happening in like pop culture is that people like things that are serialized. So I'm serializing my dating life here on That's So Retrograde. And speaking of which, welcome to That's So Retrograde. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hi, Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Sambari. I think people know we're just jumping right in. Yeah, but you never know. Someone could be a first-time listener. Welcome to the show. I haven't gotten laid in a while. <laughs> and now you're completely There's a up. juice for that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the summary of our program. Wait, but can I just like actually say this one thing? Please. So it's, you know, let's call it back to the, the Lacey Phillips test of it all. Mm-hmm. And I had this experience recently where I I linked up with someone on the Raya dating app, which is a Los Angeles-based dating app where everyone's a photographer, model, and or creative director of some kind. slasher. Yeah, I don't know. Slash, slash, slash. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. And this guy, um, we started texting. He's cool, cute. He knew a friend of mine, so we kind of like, I was validated that he wasn't a psycho. And it was like, Okay, going well because I was abiding by the rules of like not overextending too much and, you know, doing what Dr. Patricia Allen said. Holding it down in your feminine. A hundred percent. And there was a couple of times that I got run by a test. One time he was like, let's hang out on Wednesday. And I was like, cool, I'm also available on Saturday. And then he didn't write back. So then my friend came into town from New York and I was like, well, I didn't like make solid plans with this person. So I'm going to just have dinner with Tanner. Mm -hmm. And... Then, like, Wednesday at 5.30, this guy's like, so when do you want to hang out? I'm like, uh-uh, man. You did not solidify plans. I didn't fucking wait around for you. Mm-mm. And then another time, I made, like, sort of, like, gentle plans with someone on a Friday. And then I got invited to a- another thing. And I went to that thing. And then he at, like, 10 p.m. was like, hey, sorry. And I'm like, okay, this is such interesting proof and confirmation yeah. that, like, when you put what's, like, calling you – before you, you don't like wait around for people and either they come back or they just go away. And that's also, fine. just a word to the wise to any men looking to quote unquote make plans. Make them? Make them. Number one. We're gals on the go. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> busy. I don't have time to like hold a fucking Wednesday for you. No, it's like that's not happening. if we don't have a solid plan, I'm going to go have dinner or take a yoga class or watch fucking the shows I love. Yeah. So I don't know. Shout out to the other two on Comedy Central. Oh my God. But yeah, so I just feel like there's a lot of like tests that I'm passing in the flying colors right now. Tests, tests, tests. Yeah. Oh, bobbin, weaving, (laughs) no to that dick, yes to that. (laughs) Amazing. Um, So that's that's where I'm at. Also, in in line with calling someone, Mm -hmm. I've also been like judging my uh, wardrobe a little. Oh, yeah. We've made a lot of space for uh, new things. I can't believe that I just rediscovered that there's a fucking hardcore flea market in silver like oh, on yeah. Saturdays. Oh yeah. Like it used to be like a ring a dink like weird sell your old records totally and sporadic. Yeah. And now it's like fucking all the most like dope vintage p- procurers are gathering yeah. in this 
children's playground. Sunset and Micheltroena. S- sounds a lot weirder than it is. Yeah. But um Saturdays. Catch us outside. I don't know what that is. No, but <laughs> Cash me outside. But yeah, it's a nice little oh, it's a nice little drawing. I'm I'm in love with it and like I've picked up a lot of items. I'm like really going for like a new look and um just gonna get my body tight for spring. I'm gonna wear some thigh high boots. May Ooh. I direct you to one place where they have amazing thigh high boots? Who just happens to be a partner for today? Hello. Our friends over at Shoe Dazzle. A lot of people have asked, hey Steph, where'd you get them? And they're thigh-high leopard print, like, gold, like, lame boots. And they are very extra, but you'd be shocked. At how good they look? At how good they they're look. They're amazing. And if there's <laughs> ever been a personality shoe for the both of us, yeah. I would say it's this because I have the exact same player in just black. Player? A player. <laughs> you do. It's, I do. And they're good because they're inexpensive. Obviously, they have a million different styles, but these thigh-high specifically actually stay up. Which is one thing that I find to be like really problematic yeah. with that style. And it's a nice transitional option. Right. When you're like, March. I just want to wear like black dress and have no nothing else, but I still want to be sexy. May I direct you in the direction of a thigh high boot? Yeah. And although I would say like what, changing your look can be intimidating, what I like about Shoe Dazzle is it's low commitment look change. Very inexpensive. Change it up. Tell us what we're offering the friends. Okay. So first of all, you head over to ShoeDazzle.com. That's S-H-O-E-D-A-Z-Z-L-E.com. Yep. And then you have a fun style quiz to help personalize your shopping experience. So there is so much on this website Great. that it helps you kind of find your shoe personality. I wrote, I'm a quirky slut. <laughs> but wear personality. Help me. And then what, and then what did you get? Uh, you need therapy. <laughs> Different website. An over-the-knee. <laughs> Glittery. Glittery shoe. Leopard so, print boot. So after you take the quiz, you can either shop as a guest or I'm going to tell you right now, if you shop as a VIP, that is the way to go. So it's essentially their member experience that you'll save about 30% off of most of the retail prices every day and plus always get free shipping and free returns. So head over to shoedazzle.com slash retrograde, sign up as a VIP, get your first pair of shoes for 75% off. You guys, no joke, they cost 10 fucking dollars. But they look like a million bucks. That's kid. right, honey. I'm not going to lie. I, I, for all of our Bravo watchers out there, and I know you're there, I know it's not just me on a solo ship on this Bravo train, there is an Erica Jane section Dead. of... Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fame, and there's a Girardi vibe and a Jane vibe. So wow, I've never seen Elizabeth more starstruck than when Erica Jane walked into Eileen too. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle by Eileen too. She's like, oh my god, that's Erica Jane. I'm like, huh? And she was like, verklempt. I know, I really was. <laughs> it really, truly was. What can I say? So head over to shoedazzle.com/retrograde, and you will get a new look. For as low as $10 if you sign up to be a VIP. You know what I'm verklempt for? What? This interview. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I really am. This is a special one for our listeners who, if anybody is feeling a little bit of stickiness around career or career path or chosen career path and looking to make a pivot, this one is for you. So uh, let's get to the interview. Really excited about this little convo we're about to have. Mm, me too. For those boy bosses out there. Boy boss. This is a good one. <laughs> we have our conscious business coach joining us. Wow. One of the people who came to us um, at the top of the year mm-hmm. and so far, so great. Yeah. We have Amina Altai here. Welcome. Yay. Thank you so much. So excited to be here in all of your graciousness and glory. Uh, uh, tell everyone how great you think we are. <laughs> <laughs> Literally magic. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it where I can get it. Um, okay. So instead of us describing what you do, yeah. please take the floor because it is so powerful and wonderful. Oh, thank you. So I call myself a holistic business coach and mindset coach. And so what I do is I work with people to feel really good in the context of their careers, whether it's their own business or within a larger organization. And I do it through a mind, body, and career approach. So we're looking at what's happening within your mindset and any blocks and resistance there. We're looking at what's happening in your body and what it's trying to tell you. And then we're also looking at the strategies and tactics you employ in your career that are setting you up for success or maybe not so much. Mm. 
So it's really about connecting people with their truth, moving out the resistance, and just like stepping into your potential. Ugh, who doesn't love that? I'm here for that. How great is that? So t- we had a we were lucky enough to have a session with you via Skype, and it was so interesting because it's not often that you really get asked, you know, those specific questions about where you f- you're feeling blocked like without it being like a psychological warfare type situation or even the questions that reveal blocks that that's you didn't even I, know were there that's what I mean where it's like you're not asking directly about the block you're asking so what is like the your foundational like how did you get to that spot yeah that's such a great question so I say that my work is equal parts practical and intuition so there are tools that I'm on the court with that are very much your typical business tools right or career coaching tools and then sometimes I just get messages to probe a little bit more in one direction and really lean in with my intuition and what my coachee is presenting that day and sort of follow that thread so as much as I prepare for sessions and think okay like today we're going to talk about you know how to ask for your worth and like how to you know get the salary that you want But then I come into the session with all these tools and then I just, based on where you are that day, will know, okay, we need to go in a different direction. We need to lean in here. And so it's very much about understanding the fears, the limiting beliefs, and then being able to pivot them, right? So the fear is everything. I always invite people to like, let's be best friends with fear. We Mm. always want to run away from fear, but it's really like, let's link arms with it. And what does fear have to tell us? And then behind fear is always that block, that limiting belief that's keeping us stuck. And so what's that about? Where did that come from? And then how do we use turnaround thoughts to basically create new thoughts, new neural networks to support an evolved belief system. What is an example of something, because I'm sure you work with a lot of people that have crossover issues. Mm -hmm. What's a big fear that comes up a lot, like that gets in people's way of either success or, because I feel like worth maybe for me would be one of them. Yeah. For everybody, it really boils down to not being good enough, being unlovable. Those Mm. are kind of like the roots of everything. It is so sad and so true, and it's true for all of us, right? So we come into this world, we're innately perfect, we're whole, and then, you know, based on the family systems we grow up in, the cultures, the subcultures, we pick up programming, and then we adopt it as our own, and then we feel like, oh, maybe I'm not good enough, maybe I'm not worthy enough, and... It shows up a lot of the time around money, that's a big one, or not being able to progress to the next level in the career, or just feeling, you know, dissatisfied in some way, or like, you know, you have more to give, and you're just not even scratching the surface on your potential. And a lot of it does have to do with legacy. A lot of it does have to do with what you learned in the family system. But I go right into the fear, because that tells us everything. Yeah. I remember something that came up for me when we worked together was, I said something about feeling lucky to be in the room. Yeah. And I and like the more we unpack that, I guess it's it goes back to exactly what you said of fear of not being good enough, but in like a a really like interesting subcategory of that. Yeah, can I talk a little bit about sure, that? Sure, please. So what was so profound and beautiful about our session is yes, you kept attributing things to luck, like oh my gosh, I had this amazing career win, but that was luck. Oh, and then I happened to have this other amazing career win, but that was luck too. And these were big, juicy wins that most people would work their whole life to have, and you were just sort of like tossing them away to luck versus saying, no, I put in the effort. No, I tapped into my own greatness. No, I'm hugely capable. Instead of owning that, you were mm. like, oh, it was luck. Oh, it's just this little thing called luck. Instead of like rooting into your power, because it's scary to root into our power, right? Because that also gives way to responsibility. Yeah. Mm. If I know how awesome I am, well, shit, now I've got to show up in that every day. Right. And then I have something to lose. Right. Exactly. Interesting. So then how did you find this work for yourself? So, great question. (laughs) I love it. Great questions. <laughs> Thanks. I'm really trying here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for these like hard-hitting, journalistic, amazing questions. We are the Barbara Walters of wellness. Literally. <laughs> Though we're still looking for a new word for wellness, right? Yeah. yeah. We are. We're on the hunt. We're on the hunt. I got nothing for you. Yeah. No one does. No. <laughs> So I came to this work because basically I needed this work throughout my career, right? So I started life and my job in corporate America and quickly felt it wasn't for me. And I wanted to work with emerging entrepreneurs, specifically women. So when I was 22 years old, I had this like wild idea to create an agency. And it was a hybrid marketing agency where we would work with emerging female entrepreneurs and we would partner with them and we would take sweat equity in their business and we would be their Sweat team. equity. Elizabeth taught me that. Yeah. <laughs> sweat for the equity. <laughs> hey. Blessings. <laughs> 
she said it once and I was like, what's that? She's like, you like sweat for the equity. You literally yeah, do. Yeah, you go to Y7. <laughs> yeah, turn up the heat. <laughs> and then you get a percentage. Yeah. It's every, really good. When you emerge from the workout class, they literally hand you a bag of equity. That's how it works, yeah. right? Sick. And mm-hmm. what's equity? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I started this agency and I basically was like burning the candle at both ends. Very typical story, right? I was taking care of my employees. I was putting my clients first. I had zero boundaries and was working like 80-hour weeks, pulling all-nighters, et cetera. But basically what had happened was I had taken programming from my family system and I carried it forward into my career. So in my family, I was the one, that, I was the doer. And I always got like the praise for the doing. It's like, oh, like you can't finish that. Oh, I'm going to just got it. I'm going to do it for you. Like, I'm going to just got you was kind of like the storyline. Mm. So I carried that forward into my career and like, okay, like my employees couldn't finish the work to Amina's got you. You know, my clients need this, Amina's got you. And people used to call me Mamina because I used to come in and like mom everyone. It's hilarious. That's lovely, but also That's can be dangerous so annoying. territory. Uh, horrendous. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I knew. I wish I had me as a coach. Is that too braggadocious to say? No. Well, no. Anyway, Great I wish work. I had a coach at that time. So... Eventually, I started developing symptoms, but I wasn't listening to the symptoms because I was like, no, 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 heads down. I've got to, like, make this a success, like, blinders on. I've got to, like, I've got to win here. And so eventually I had, like, a major crash and burn where I developed two autoimmune diseases. And it's, like, a, it's a really funny story but not funny. I was – it was, like, a Friday, and I was driving out to a client in Connecticut – And I was, like, flying down the highway because I couldn't be late because I'm, like, super type A. And I get a call from my doctor. And she was, like, hey, I'm going to, like, pull over. Like, I need to talk to you. And I was, like, no, no, no. Like, not pulling over. Like, going to be late. Like, we're not doing this. Cute, but we're not doing this. Right. And so she's, like, no, no, no. Seriously, like, pull over. And I was, like, okay, fine. So she's, like, if you don't go to the hospital now instead of going to your client, you are days away from multiple organ damage. So I was basically like, because of the two autoimmune diseases, I was so nutritionally deficient. I couldn't absorb any nutrients. And I also wasn't sleeping, wasn't managing stress. Literally, my body couldn't assimilate anything. And I was days away from multiple organ damage. And I had to go for like a series of like IVs and like really intensive treatments. And Whoa. Then, but that was the moment. I was like, oh shit. Like I knew work was killing me, but I didn't realize it was actually killing me. Yeah. Like literally. <laughs> like actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the moment that I was like, no, I've got to turn this around. I've got to heal my relationship with stress and work and self-worth, right? I don't need to prove anything. I'm innately valuable, but that took about seven years to really sink in. And then I was learning all these amazing things and was so lit up by what I was learning. I thought, okay, I want to teach this in some way. And so... And I started playing around with different bodies of work and different offerings, and I eventually put together these teachings. So I didn't want to deny my business background and like this, you know, my great time at the agency building these businesses, um, but I really felt called to the holistic work, the wellness work. So really putting all of those sides of the equation together. So looking at mindset, looking mm-hmm. at body, looking at what's happening in the business and in the career to really put together something that is holistic because one impacts the other for sure, right? Like when I was so sick, there's no way I could show up fully for my clients or for my work. I literally, my memory was going. So I had like five notebooks a month that I would go through because I'd be like taking notes on everything because I literally had no memory. So like it's so So stressful. Yeah. But it's so important to take care of ourselves for that reason. And then it's so important to understand what's happening in the mindset. Like where are the what's standing between us and our greatness is us, right? So Mm. where am I getting in my own way? Let me figure that out. If I'm the only thing in the way, I'm moving me out of the way. Yeah. And it helps to talk about that. Yes. Versus like being in the merry-go-round of your own brain. Yeah. Have you ever just like taken a pause, like you're you're going round in circles in your brain and just like putting it on the page? Like just like... And isn't it profound to see, like, what a difference it makes from your head to the page? Mm -hmm. Already I'm like, whoa, that was a story. (laughs) Totally. And one thing that really stood out to me in how you format your sessions is you incorporate meditation and a visualization into that. So talk about how kind of that then merges with the more practical side of it. Not that meditation isn't practical. You mean the real world aspect. Yeah, great question. And it's so interesting because it really depends where the client is too, right? Some people really want to spend all the time in the meditation. They want to go into the intuition. And then some people are like, where's my 90-day action plan? So it's about knowing where to go with people too. But I do value both sides of the equation. So I love to start with meditation because it's an opportunity to leave what we brought into the session at the door and then just come in like blank slate and see, okay, what is coming up for me? And in those meditations, and you know this very well from being meditators, you go from that. Sometime. (laughs) It's hard. Listen, I don't believe in perfect. Perfect is a lie and a big myth. We do what we can. I'm a start stopper. 
you know? Beautiful. What does that mean? Like I start meditation and then I love it and then I stop. Oh, oh, like habitually. And then I start again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any way else to do it. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or something. Exactly. <laughs> With meditation. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, I love that. So, yes, meditation offers us an opportunity to really see what's there, right? So we go from the beta to the alpha and the theta waves, and it's an opportunity to understand what's in the subconscious or get really clear about what's happening in our in our mindset. So I love to start that way and dig in and see what's coming up for people. Because what's on the surface is never really what people want to talk about or dig into or need to dig into. Or it's like just the repeated loop of what you keep telling yourself that makes you like build the block and then the block is so much it's bigger. a wall yeah it's a wall, a wall. exactly you built, a, you built a fortress yeah yes. yeah yeah it takes I feel like that's what like is annoying about like giving advice to people or even like talk therapy like it can get into a, not that I'm against talk therapy guys I'm into it I love it don't I'm come for us considering going back but there is a point in time in which it is like just that surface level circular story that keeps you like in a certain safe but also unhappy place. Yeah, exactly. So what I believe is that there's like three levels of integrity and, and I want us to dig into each of these in our work in our sessions. So there's the mindset integrity. So like what's happening in your head? What's the story you're telling yourself? Is it aligned with what you really want? Yeah. And there's the spiritual integrity, right? So like is this connected to my deep calling, to the impact that I want to have in the world, right? So it's always really important to bring it back to the calling and the impact. And then thirdly is, am I integrity with the actions? And that's sort of more the, you know, typical business, 90-day action plan, what, am, what are the actual things I'm doing every day? But all three of those pieces need to be aligned for us to feel in that space of success, feel like we are tapping into our potential and aligned. So that's what I try to replicate in every session. So we start with the meditation and we look at what's happening is mindset and integrity. We dig through the blocks and the limiting beliefs. We turn those around. And then it's like, what are the steps that we can be on the court with every single day to make sure that we're moving in the right direction so that we're in that physical integrity too? Oh, calm break. Wow, what is that? Oh, this? Yes. This is just the delicious sound from the Calm app. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I feel like it's appropriate time to give a shout out to our sponsor. That was today. very calming. Right? Yes. For all those start stoppers out there in the meditation space, mm. hand raised. I don't know if you can relate, but I certainly have moments where I am like full on, so dedicated to it. It is like a non-negotiable. And mm -hmm. then other times it just isn't. And yeah. if, I'm take, if I'm able to give myself just a minute to deep breathe – that's good too. So I've been rededicated to meditating daily mm. and I've been using the Calm app. Oh God, that's – I wish it was still playing. Calm is an incredible partner for us today. I'm not even doing this voice by choice. It's just how I sound when I'm so relaxed. It's a byproduct. So released of my stress and my anxiety, so revived after my exhausting day. I am calm as fuck. <laughs> Thanks to Calm. Now, Calm is the number one app to help you reduce your anxiety and stress and help you sleep better. And hey, jump on board because more than 40 million people around the world have downloaded it. There's a lot of options on the app, which I love so much. There's guided meditations for issues like anxiety, stress, focus, including a brand new meditation each day. Ooh, sleep stories, bedtime stories for adults. And they have celebrities reading these stories to you. Who are some of the people that... There's Matthew McConaughey. Goodbye. I'm signed up. Yeah, done. Sorry, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Your boyfriend is like, why the fuck do you need to fall asleep to Matthew McConaughey's voice? You're like, she gets it. Um, there's so many. Leona Lewis, Stephen Fry. Oh my God. Head to the magical lavender fields of Southern France with Stephen Fry. Uh, okay. Okay. You can have somebody read you a bedtime story of Little Mermaid. Oh. Okay. Oh my God. That is so, so cute. They also have soothing music and more options. So head over to calm.com slash retrograde. That's C-A-L-M I know in my New York accent, calm and calm sound exactly <laughs> the fucking same. Slash retrograde and you will get unlimited access to all of Calm's content for 25% for off. off. So, hey-o, get over there and get on our level, guys. Calm down. Calm up. <laughs> calm out. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of people out there, and we've, had, we've gotten a lot of letters about this particular situation, so I kind of want to, like, run a scenario by Ooh. you, maybe, if we can try that. A lot of women, I think, get to a certain place – 
in their career based on like the track from like high school to college, early 20s into like their late 20s. And then we have a lot of people reaching out who like are kind of going into second career. Who are Miz. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. Like Miz. They're like, I wasn't happy. Yeah. <laughs> One day more. <laughs> and, and they, you know, they want to like start a lot of, you know, stuff with, with, you know, little tinctures or CBD brands or yoga studios, all this stuff that like is within like our soul's calling that this world is really opening up to for us. Mm-hmm. But they have that like fear of how to start taking actionable steps. Right. So, the, so I guess what you're saying is, they're experiencing a shift. Yes. Having a soul's calling. Yes. But like there's a little bit of a disconnect between the idea and the concept yes. and then like going for it. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Well I'm done. inside your head. <laughs> you <Yeah>. are. Love <laughs> that. <laughs> also, 28 was like literally when my Saturn returned and I was like, oh, done with this career. Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> so Same. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I get it. That's a big thing. And I think a lot of people that listen to the show are going through that. For sure. And for a lot of us, too, there is sort of shame and programming around how a career should look, right? For the generations prior to us, it was linear. It was like, okay, you major in this, and this is your career for your life, and you're lucky to have that career, yeah. right? Lucky to be in the room. You're lucky to be in the room. This is a really different Aww, time. Oh, sad. It is sad. Sweet. It's not sad. I think it's like... No, but it's sad. I mean sad, and like the, it's so sweet. Yeah. I think it's just like, I mean... We could get into like being a female in the workplace or being at a certain level and having like imposter syndrome. There's a lot of different things that move through that. For you specifically, sorry, not to like armchair expert you. Armchair expert. But you did get like a certain level of high level success at a young age. So like a young person would feel like that when people who like are successful are talking to them. But then there's like a point in time where you need to like age out of that. Full on. Yeah. It's that's old limiting belief. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. We interrupted you. And now you're a very own boy boss. <laughs> exactly. Boy now boss. you're my boy boss. <laughs> and you're my boy boss. <laughs> Who's my boy boss? We are. Thank we you. are. Yeah. We're everybody's boy <laughs> Thank boss. You. Yeah. So it really does go back to that programming, right? The idea, what we learned in the family system, like how should a career look? And that's usually what we take with us. And if we if we grew up in a family system that was like, no, it's one career, you major in this, you're an engineer your whole life, and that's what it looks like, it can take a moment for us to own and unravel that programming, right? But nowadays, we live in a time where people have second, third, fourth careers. Like I think of it as like majoring and minoring. Like maybe you majored in this and you majored in engineering and you're minoring in graphic design now and like you're, you know, living your best life with this side hustle and feeling really great about it. Yeah. But we do have to unravel that programming to fully embody it and stand in it deeply. And so that really does look like, okay, do I have any shame around stepping into this career? Do I have any shame around starting from the bottom again, being a novice again? And really digging into the belief systems around work for you, around abandoning something that might be safe, that might be like outwardly getting a lot of approval and standing in something different. And so really getting clear and conscious around the belief system about the work that you're going to undertake is super important and will set you up for success as you move forward or, you know, maybe not so much. So it's really important to evaluate it. Someone would work with you, like they come to you and they're like, all right, I want to start this. I don't know why I'm obsessed with an essential oil company. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's your deep soul's calling. I think don't I even lie to have yourself. to tell you guys something. <laughs> I'm switching careers. That I'm becoming kill. an apothecarian. <laughs> Honestly, not now. I know. Okay. Put that, put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah. Merch coming soon. Um, and then so they work with you. You have, you have a session. And then how does it look like, you know, once you take someone on as a client? Yeah, so people come in various stages of their development. So some people will come to me when they're in the context of a, of a larger organization and they're saying, you know, I'm not feeling great at work. I don't know that I want to leave and like be an entrepreneur and start my own thing, but like I'm not feeling great. So for a lot of people, it's about let's understand our traits in the context of this role because we take those traits everywhere with us. So mm. a lot of the times people want to jump from the frying pan into the fire and they're like, okay, I need a new job. Like this place is sucking. But it's actually like, oh, we're kind of sucking and it's our traits that are running amok. So let's stand still. Ooh, maybe it's you. You know, it often is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cold hard truth. Yeah. So understanding our truths and understanding our traits and what's at play. And then when we're clear and we see what's ours and what's the organizations or what's the teams, then I invite them to think about what else? Like, are you happy here? Is this connected to your impact that you want to have in the world? You know, are we aligning your gifts, your values, and your impact? Those are the three big ones that I focus on a lot, right? Because, you know, you're great at things and a lot of people – 
when you're great at things, a lot of people begin and end the conversation there. Like, I'm great at math. I'll be an engineer. Like, I'm great at art. I'll be a graphic designer. Wow. But yeah. we also want to align it with what you deeply value mm-hmm. and then what is the lasting impact you want to leave on society, on the world. Like, those three things need to be aligned from my perspective for us to feel really good in the work. It truly is such a holistic point of view that you're cultivating. It's really missing in the way that we approach even, like, our major in college. Totally. Like, it's so one-dimensional. It is. And I wish that we had these resources when we were picking our majors. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's what. That's exactly yeah. what I just flashed to. I'm like, okay, I thought about what I liked, what I was interested in, but did I think about like my soul's purpose? Like, fuck no. But right. I think when you're that age, like, are we even supposed to have an idea of what that is? I think you do. I think you can listen if you were like taught from a young age to really hear like, Things that, like, bring you alive. Like, even if you're not calling it your soul's purpose, you can identify what, like, sparks you. Yeah, I guess it really doesn't change from the time you're very young. It All the things I like now are – Yeah, you've probably returned to your child self – 100%. 10 times over since you've, like, unwound all the shit that you came into in your early 20s. And something that was a really important lesson that you touched on that I learned was just because you're good at something doesn't mean that should be your job. That's the other thing, yeah. Totally, totally. And that's where the conversation begins and ends for most of us. It's like, well, I'm great at this, so I'll just stay here. But there's so much more to it. And to your point, like, you know, if we did get to honor our authenticity. That was a hard one. Wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, that was a lot of vowels. Oh, my God. (laughs) If we get to honor that, you know, when we're picking our majors, it might be different five years down the line, but we're also kind of taking the stigma out that it has to be this one thing, right? right? Like, yeah. I'm connected to my authenticity, and that changes all the time. So today I might be a lawyer, and tomorrow I might be a performance artist, and that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but like also that's a lot of schooling for that pivot, but okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I was more going to say performance artist than lawyer. <laughs> I like that because I feel like that's that is that's tracking. Yes, you know also, your your performance artistry in the courtroom. What a guess! Every time you say "totally," you sound just like your friend and one of our faves, Dagan Eatner, because she goes "totally" just like you, and it makes me smile. I'm smiling. Hi, Dagan Eatner. Sure you know what's so funny is after we had our session and you had said that to me, I texted Deggy and I was like, "Deggy, guess what? Deggy. Not only do they think that we look like sisters, but we say totally in the same way." And she was like, "She was. She was like it. totally." <laughs> so much. Oh, Something that bad. I wanted to touch on that we were talking about before we recorded which is like in line with the book that I referenced last episode which I'm now obsessed with and I'm making all the listeners get obsessed with it too is the idea that like part what's of the what's the name of the book? Uh, Getting to I Do right. Everyone tra- sorry I just need you to say that 90s title everyone track my wedding journey here <laughs> still single but we're checking in um, but we, the thing that it talked about which, which you were talking about too which is that like we as women work so hard to push in our masculine and mm-hmm. go 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 and work and go to the point of organ failure, I mean, literally and figuratively, and we have to relearn that, like, nurturing, that self-nurturing. And I'm assuming that that's part of your 360 approach to getting clear. Yeah, and one of the things that we were talking about before, too, is that this is one of the hardest things for me because in so many ways, it's actually easy to nurture yourself, right? Like, kind of in this superficial sense, right? These days, it's so easy to, like, get a healthy meal, to get an affordable workout. Meditation is free. Like, those, it's so easy, right? Yeah. And so you're like, oh, I'm checking all these boxes. But in checking yeah. the boxes, we're kind of still in the masculine. You we're are. We're still in the doing. Yeah. So I spent a long time in that space where I was like, universe, I'm literally doing all the stuff. Like, why do I still feel so blocked? And it was because I wasn't softening. It was because I wasn't really in my feminine. I was still very, like, tightly wound. Like, if I visualized myself, I was basically, like, you know, in the power suit, like, collar buttoned all the way to the top and just, like, so tight and, like, hair all stick straight. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I would visualize myself. And I'd be like, oh, like, I haven't softened. I haven't unraveled. I haven't really owned my feminine Mm. and for me that was really a story of being okay with being messy just be like I don't have to be perfect I don't have to be buttoned up like this idea of buttoned up and then realizing that the buttoning up was actually suffocating me but it's cool to just be yourself and be a little messy and have your hair out of place and like talk about like your failures like really openly I had this big fear of failing publicly and then uh, one day I was walking up the subway stairs in New York City and I fell up the stairs in a dress, showed everybody my underwear, spilled the entire contents of my bag all down the stairs. And, like, it's New York. Nobody's stopping to help you. They're yeah. stepping over you. Yeah. And I had this realization. I was like, ooh. That was is, it. This is the ultimate failing publicly. And, like, I'm in it. And it's okay. Literally no one cares. Right. Literally, like, my ass <laughs> is in the air. My vitamins are all down the stairs. And this is cool and okay. <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, okay, like I can be, I can survive this. And the minute you take that extreme shame and fear and pain out of it, it goes away, which is so cool and profound, right? Are you ever like talking to someone and then you're like, okay, so now I prescribe like six baths a week, <laughs> <laughs> super chill, receptive behavior? So I have people that I work with that will prescribe the baths and that like really – like I see a shaman and she's like, I'm going to more tantra work. Like get in the feminine, do the tantra. And I'm like, okay. So that's not specifically <laughs> what I'm prescribing. Yeah. But I will – like I do have tools for like chilling out, for being – embodying, being in the what feminine body. What are they? Yeah. So I, for a lot of clients, will create custom-guided meditations. So based on where we're going in our sessions, I'll see a specific block or like a ridge that we can't seem to get past. So I will use binaural beats and then I'll record over it a specific mm. sequence and visualization specifically for you. And so we can dig into whatever that really specific block is. Wow. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, embody it now because we've done all the cognitive work and now I want you to actually feel it in your body. So like move around, dance around in a leotard and like just have fun. <laughs> binaural beats I'm a big fan same big fan I love them do you have a specific one that you use beats alchemy ooh okay and I think they're pretty new too I think they're a startup and I don't know the whole story but it's pretty riveting they record sounds from like the seven wonders of the world they record the vibrations and then create the binaural beats from wow them. it's pretty amazing oh my god is it an app or it's a service, so you – it's really cool. You go to their website. You tell them the challenges that you're working through. So you could be like, okay, here's my top three areas of resistance, and then they'll create, I think, semi-customized binaural Whoa. beats for you. Specific. How mm -hmm. much does it cost? I think it's like 200 bucks. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I'm uh, like, is it more or less than on SoundCloud? $8? <laughs> 200 is a lot for beats. It is a lot. <laughs> is it Dr. They're Dre? What's beat. happening? They're custom. Yeah, no, you're right. You can also get, you know, your free beats on YouTube, which I uh, – Right. Like the ones that we used in our session was like a free one from YouTube. Oh, yeah. perfect. YouTube's yeah. got everything It nowadays. really does. Ours was for good energy. Uh, it really it. was yeah. great energy. Okay, so one thing that's really exciting that I'm thrilled to announce is that you're giving away a session to one of our listeners, which is amazing. Yeah. Because in even one session, I felt really aligned and it was just like a beautiful way to kick off the year. Yeah, I found myself talking about things that I what, didn't know I was even thinking about. And then we got to like a corner of the conversation and I was like, that is totally a story I'm telling myself that is like very dumb. Wow, that makes me so happy. Because I was saying it out loud, and I'm like, yeah, and then I'm afraid of this and that. And then I was like, what? This is all, like, weird old stuff that is, like, lingering in my aura. Right. And you never think that it's there, right? You're like, oh, I'm so evolved. I've moved past that yeah. story. What are you talking about? And then there's, like, a little piece of it still in there that trips us up. It's so interesting because I bring myself – I take myself through my own work all the time. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm like, am I where I want to be? And, like, am I in my potential? And so it always surprises me. Like I've moved out like all this programming and all this garbage and then I find like seven more feet of garbage that I've got to dig through. And yeah. so it's just that we're never done and it's just how we evaluate it, right? It's just like, you know, holding up the glass and seeing what's in there and being like, oh, like objectively I've still got stuff to work through and it doesn't mean anything about me, but we're always doing the work. Right. Yeah. So we're going to give that away on Instagram. Yeah. So sorry, I didn't address that. Yes. So watch we're giving away that space. Juicy session. <laughs> so a 90 minute session with me to dig into any of your blocks, wherever you're feeling resistance around career or your own business or just life in general. So exciting. I'm so excited for you guys. I want to go back to the question Steph asked in regards to like someone who's really starting mm -hmm. a new project. Mm -hmm. What is your advice for? keeping your head in the game during that crucial time of just like really the f the riding on the fuel of the idea and having really nothing else in support of it other than that inner knowing that it's time to follow through on it get a accountability partner yeah <laughs> yes. always very helpful <laughs> always very helpful so one of the biggest challenges that i find and i've personally experienced and i witness in my clients is the resistance piece, right? Because we often come to our own businesses and we're like super excited about the idea, right? Like we've come up with the invention or the innovation or the work product. Like there's usually very few challenges around that. The challenge happens when we try to get it out into the world and we're not necessarily getting the feedback that we want or we're feeling stuck in a particular area. We're not getting great feedback. 
And we take that to be defeat, right? Mm. So in terms of cultivating resilience, it's about looking at everything as information. Nothing means that you're bad or that you failed or that you did this wrong. It's simply information that you can ingest and then pivot your work with, right? So let's say you create like this really cool new gua sha tool because we were talking about gua sha before this. And you, you know, it's super innovative and amazing and everybody needs it. And you put it out into the world and, you know, crickets. Like, no, people don't want your gua sha tool. And instead of being like, (laughs) (laughs) ooh, (laughs) damn, damn, yeah, we don't want your gua sha. People don't want it. (laughs) Yeah. But instead of being like, well, I failed and like, let me file chapter 11 or whatever. Being like, what isn't working? Where is the resistance? Is the resistance in me? Is there something in me that's afraid of success, afraid of embodying all of my gifts, afraid of being big, afraid of being seen? And then what's happening in the business? Am I putting it in front of the right people? Am I in all the right places? Am I telling the story in the right way? Maybe so- formulate a special oil. Yes. Maybe you need an essential oil blend. <laughs> yeah, I'm to obsessed. Go with it. See, we could go into business together. Literally. Where are my gua sha tool people at? Got a partner for you. Yeah. <laughs> I just meant like think creatively. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so instead of taking stuff to mean something about you and that you've failed, take it as an opportunity. It's information that you can take and then pivot with and get smarter with. And that's the whole process. So that's... to innovate. Exactly. I love that. Amazing. Do what Elon Musk would do. Tweet something inappropriate. <laughs> Take it to Twitter. No. <laughs> Go to space. <laughs> oh, yeah. That too. Wow. <laughs> amazing. I mean, uh, this is such an amazing convo. Thank you so much. Tell our listeners where they can find you. This has been an amazing conversation, and you all are amazing, and I'm honored to be here. And you can find me at... (laughs) Just lucky to be in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Woman of color at the table. Yes. (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at Amina Altai, and spelling will be in the show notes because I know it's not your run-of-the-mill John Smith. And same URL. You can find me at my website, AminaAltai.com. And yes, and I also have a free module of my digital course to share with you all as well. Cool. We will link Ugh, to all of that. Incredible. The show notes. Yes. That we are so proudly paying a lot of attention to nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you. This thank was wonderful. You. Thank so you so much. much. Today's Roses and Thorns, we got to give love to our friends over at Thrive Market. Our number one rose. Rose of all time. Okay. That's a new theme song. Okay, so am I continue? We're going to have to talk about that, and I'm going to have to pass. Okay. <laughs> Rose of all time. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Uh, any musicians out there, can you uh, redo that and put it in a key that we can recognize as music? <laughs> hey, be the beginner, all right? Okay, so I'm honestly having so much fun discovering new grain-free snacking options. Let us know and what you've discovered. There's a new cassava chip offering that they've just added to the Thrive Market brand range. Oh. The sea salt. They are a yummy snack. Who were we as a society before cassava chips came into I our life? I don't know, but I'm so happy they're here. We're just monsters eating corn? I guess so. What? And then they also have a plantain chip I'm so offering. into plantain chips right now. So good. Plantain chips with guacamole is like... Heaven sent. Skirt, skirt. So, and those are both Thrive Market brand, which are fabulous new discoveries and also on the grain-free tip, on the grain-free chip. Mm. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but Simple Mills makes an almond flour pizza dough mix that is so easy to make. It's just um, a little apple cider vinegar and a few other ingredients that I know you have in your pantry. And those three things are just like beautiful to stockpile Mm. and oh so affordable because Mm. Thrive Market as always, is offering non-GMO food, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty products, kitchen staples, home goods, organic baby food, kids products, and much, much more, all shipped straight to your door at a major discount, 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. Hello. Hello. It's everything that you're going to find at a beautiful, gourmet, fancy grocery store. Without... Dun, 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 dun. The fancy gourmet prices. And, because that's what I was going to say, but true, without leaving your house. Hello. You can be in traffic, 
pulled over, doing your grocery shopping on your phone. It's a one-stop shop. recommend being parked, parked. while sorry. on your phone. That's what I meant. I didn't mean texting We took and the driving. Oprah pledge a few years ago that we wouldn't be on our phones. We yeah. hope you did too. Yeah. Anyway, um, we can't rave enough about this website. It is something we've been using long before they became a partner for the show. Let's remember that more than 70% of the Thrive Market catalog cannot be found on Amazon, so don't be going over there thinking that you're going to beat this system because you ain't. And another fun fact, all packaging boxes and inserts are made from recycled paper and are recyclable. 100% zero waste in your home delivery, which and I don't know how many home delivery anything can say that. Legit zero. So head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde and you will get 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial because it is a membership, but it's so worth it. We would not lead you astray. We are so obsessed. Our producer is going to be trying it and so we'll let you know what she thinks. Okay. So that's thrivemarket.com slash retrograde and hook yourself up with a sick deal and a sick pantry. Roses and thorns. Hello. It's that time of the show. It's a rosy little moment in our cute little lives. <laughs> <laughs> We're so posy today. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I want to reiterate that we are giving away a session with Amina. So uh, if you check out our Instagram at So Retrograde, we're going to have all the information for that. Yes, friends. Um, it'll be really fun. And she also has an online course, as you guys know. So definitely check that out. And yeah. another online course that I would like to give love to is our friend Katie Dalabout from Let It Out podcast she's amazing she's been on our show and she was so kind as to include us in her podcast course that she's offering so if anybody's doing some soul searching and career-wise and is feeling called to start a podcast I feel like this might be you know the thing to help usher that along yes so for all you podcast curious kids we have a 25% off code the course starts April 1st. It is early bird pricing right now. We're going to put all of this on our website in our episode notes, but um, the code is retrograde and uh, check it out. It's really, really cool. We'll have all the info again living on that. You know what's so cool? That was just a friendly PSA. Yeah, we get to connect with all these amazing people and they're doing, their, their offerings are so dope and it's like, look at us hand in hand. Red Rover, Red Rover, send your best life on over. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure thing. Just me coming up with stuff on the spot. Okay. <laughs> I uh, love it. Do you have a personal rose? I do have a personal rose. Do you want to share it? Yes. So I'm like, yes, I will. Do you want to share now it? Now feels like the right time yeah. during this segment. Yeah. What if, you're, what if you were like, no. Pass. Um, <laughs> okay, so I don't know. Where we last left off in the whole move of it all. See, I'm serializing my dating life and you're serializing yes. your move. It's what, What's interesting is you and I are in just like such interesting, pivotal moments. Transitional, Transitional objects. Transitional object moments. Yeah. Um, so I moved out of my apartment mm-hmm. as we've chronicled as the reason why some previous episodes. And um, I had about like five days to really like – disseminate my things, figure out where everything was going. It happened fast. really happened fast. I really, very proud of the project manager role that I leaned hard into. That you established within yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I established (laughs) with myself because I didn't know how else to do it other than to completely separate myself from the situation and be like, okay, if I was just coming in, if if a friend was asking me, like, how do I do this? This is how I would handle it. Because it was really emotional and sudden and a lot. Right. So... I want to shout out this storage company I found that was like such a rose of the move. What they did is they come in and they pack everything up for you and then they take pictures of everything and so you have access to it on an app and then they'll deliver it. Okay. So for me, since I don't have a place to live yet, yeah, I needed like a, a, like a holding pattern but I also didn't want I'm like in my 30s I don't want to like pack everything up myself I feel like right outsource that right so it was perfect so what I did is I first I found a guy with a truck to like take some stuff of like that I wasn't storing mm-hmm. move that over then I had shed come through and this company this company yeah pack everything up take everything to a storage unit I had like 200 square feet of stuff that I'm storing which in my feng shui brain I was like oh I 
hate that I'm paying to store stuff mm-hmm. like that I'm not using. Yeah. Like, truly, if there's one thing I've learned more than anything during this is that I really don't need much, like right. at all. Right. Like I came, like I left my during with the mold and everything. I was feeling so unwell and like so afraid to be in the apartment that I literally grabbed my dirty laundry and was like out of there and mm-hmm. hadn't really gone back. So I was, I've just been using the clothes that I had then. So it's been really interesting in my like clothes acquisition constant brain. Yeah. Of, like I actually don't need that much. Yeah. But um, and you had said something really interesting about like how you're a tourist and how you have like this like kind of intense relationship with an aesthetic and being in control of your situation in that way. And like constantly it's made you like have to evolve like super quickly. Yeah. And I, yeah, with the Torian thing, like I'm such, have such a deep relationship to space. I'm always buying my fresh flowers and having my candles and setting time in well, my Scorpio rising needs to be cozy too. Exactly. <laughs> setting time in my day to like organize or make sure everything's organized and to just kind of throw all that by the wayside has actually been quite freeing mm. and soul evolving and also Elizabeth moved into her boyfriend's house and I went over there the other night to smoke weed and she's like want to see my room <laughs> and then Joey's like oh it's your room now I just thought it was a cute fun thing to say that I hadn't said since I was like literally it in was, seventh grade it was so amazing you've significantly elevated the vibe I really did. Yeah. So tip of the hat to these movers, Shed. They were so lovely and amazing and came through and packed everything up, took it with them, and then they deliver it whenever. So whenever I land at the next spot, I feel like I really cracked the system. Yeah. And then, of course, donated half my life to either friends or to the Jewish Women's Council. Yeah. And to the Goodwill. Yeah. We've all gotten some cute stuff. Because they accept betting. I love it. I can't believe it's done. Like, it was... Within a week, it was something that felt so insurmountable and so heavy on my shoulders of, like, how is this going to happen because of seven and a half years of being there. Like, I was literally giving myself pep talks, being like, people move all the time. It's fine. It's like every – there's places with, like, many floors of stairs that people – like, I just had, like – because I was on a second floor. I was like, how do things get down? It was insane. Yeah, but it's really a testament to – when you put one foot in front of the other and just do your due diligence in terms of the work, it is not overwhelming. But when you look at something before you start it, it's so enormous and it feels yeah. so heavy. And then you're just like, okay, I'm literally brick by brick. There's, It's like that's all it is. That's all everything is. And then the final closure of it all, which was wild. This was intense. I did not like this. So I went to go get the final box on Friday night. And I walked in, and my kitchen had already been completely demoed. That was it insane. It was like literal, like closing the door. It was every it was every cabinet in just like a gigantic mess pile. We should put that on the vlog. It's jarring as fuck. I, you said it to me, and I like wanted to be a good friend and be like, "Say la vie," but I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm not ready for that. So the water damage on all of the wood was insane. But yeah, it's. To, I mean, the building is from 1921. Like, yeah. that's just what happened. Totally. But, like, yeah, that thing needed an overhaul yeah. in a major way. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say, like, the, it's so special to me, that place. Like, seven and a half years, so much happened. Yeah. So much. I mean, we said it before, but, like, That's So Retrograde was birthed on that porch. So true. Conceived on that porch. Mm-hmm. Just so much beautiful life happened there and yeah. so I just wanted to honor that I told you I took a video I did like a walkthrough a final walkthrough and I like narrated it yeah for us I know to have. it's for it's our it's her time capsule <laughs> our time for our capsule. children <laughs> it was really special and I was it just you know to anybody who's going through something like that that feels tough and yeah. like a lot of steps are involved you got this you for got sure. this okay you do your own okay so Mine is more of like a rosy thorn and it's something that I really want to address because I feel like it's come up in the past Mm -hmm. and I'm very over it and I want to share it with you and with our friends. Okay. All right. Look, I am all about this movement in culture that we're calling body positivity. Yes, yes, yes. H-A-E-S. Happy at every size. Happy at every size. Do you, girl, lean into what makes you feel best? Or boy. Person. Or person. I don't care who you are, what you identify as. You deserve to feel comfortable and beautiful. Okay? Got that. That being said. Registered. That being said, as an individual, it is also my choice to say, I haven't been working out. 
I've gotten to a point in my body where I no longer feel comfortable and sexy. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make jokes about it and then I'm going to take action because that's what I do. And I feel like I've been getting like mixed reviews on Instagram about my like, like I made a joke. This is the only thing that fits me. My consciousness is expanding and so is my ass. Clearly a fucking joke. That's funny. It is funny. And then a lot of people were like, girl, same. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're like all taking so much time on like our mental health and our spiritual health that like maybe we don't have time to schedule a workout. That's something that like I'm working on. Someone writes to me like a nasty message about it and is just like, irrelevant, not important, uninspiring, you're better than basic, you're body shaming, be better, I believe in you. And it's like, you're shaming me for talking about my own body and I don't appreciate that. Like, I'm allowed to say whatever I want and say that like, this is a size or this is a, 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 not even a size, I don't think I'm fat, I'm just out of shape and that makes me feel uncomfortable. For for what you feel comfortable in. Yeah, it's it's for me to decide. It's not for anyone else to decide. And if I say I want to be fit then I'm allowed to say that without it being like I'm subscribing to a, some sort of standard that I'm not – it's like I'm just like this I feel comfortable. I want my jeans to fit me in a way that doesn't make me feel like I'm exploding out of them. I want to like feel like at any point in time I can rip my clothes off and be like I'm sexy. And like I understand that there's a sliding scale of what that is. But like trust me, I don't have an illogical or like delusional idea of like what's beautiful. Like I think female bodies are beautiful in their full form. I just don't want to feel like I'm out of shape. So I just wrote this girl back and I was like, hey, man, you don't have to follow me. Why don't you just unfollow me instead of trolling me and go about your life and have a great weekend? Because if I'm not for you, then find someone who is. Like you're a comic. Like you're going to fucking make jokes and everyone needs to relax. Thank you so much for saying that. And listen, we might cut this part out because who knows. (laughs) But I really needed to get it off my chest because I just want to say that, like, we should all be empowered to make whatever choices we want about our body, whether it be becoming, like, a sophomore voluptuous woman or becoming a super tight fit woman. And there should be no judgment on either end of that. Like, someone commented about an exercise that we posted that the person doing it was so skinny. And it's like, you're shaming that person because they're skinny? That's the same thing as shaming someone because they're overweight. that's where I come from. So let's just stop making fucking comments on what other people decide to do with their bodies. We know the difference between someone who's healthy and someone who's, like, sick. Right. Like, you can tell the difference. So just, like, stop commenting on other people's bodies or other people's choices. That's where I come from. In general. Always. I'm so mad. My eyes are a thousand feet wide. Okay, let's move on. Let's Sorry. Move on. I'm putting that down, but that's my rosy thorn. I think. And that's it. I love you. Thank you. That's it. Body pause. Body pause. Steph Zimbari. <laughs> As Whitney Cummings said, Steph Zimbari, not body pause. <laughs> I am. I just think you should be able to fucking talk about your own body however you want. Okay, can we Unless talk about- Unless it's like horribly negative. All right, st- shut up, Steph. Okay, here's a question. <laughs> Is Pete Davidson really dating Kate Beckinsale? At Steph Zimbari, at Elizabeth Cott, we feel like you'd know something about this. At everyone who ats us. Yes. <laughs> yes. And- if you would like to have a delightful internet journey, I suggest you going through some of their Ranger game picks and zooming in on the person that's not Anthony in all those photos. It's my brother. And <laughs> <laughs> also, any of the walking picks of them in New York. It's my brother. There's also Stephanie's brother to the It's the right, it's stage right. <laughs> stage right of Kate in every one of those pictures. <laughs> and that brought me glee it's throughout the weekend. Me too. I've trolled my brother so fucking hard about this. It's amazing. And look, guys, love comes in all shapes, sizes, and forms. And I feel like that I haven't spent any time with them together, um, mostly because they've been privately having their own tryst. But you know what? If it privately makes, with your brother. Privately. My brother's just there like, hi. <laughs> with Steven <Zimbari. laughs> Um, But yeah, if it, if it makes them happy, I, I want them both to be happy. They've both been through a lot, a lot of tumultuous relationships, a lot of a lot of BS in this in this biz. And um, Yeah, it's cute. And I'll say this. Kate is one of the funniest people I know. Yeah. She's like whip smart yeah, funny. Yeah. And that's cute. That's mm-hmm. a cute combo. All I want to know, though, is where's Ariana at with all this? I haven't, like, those fucking makeout Ranger game picks, I was even like, 
Whoa, we don't need to see that. A lot of tongue for a hockey game, friends. <laughs> a lot of tongue. Different kind of hockey. Yeah. Over there, Someone did on, like, Just Jared, be like, tonsil hockey. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. Um, but, yeah, they are together. So, so there you go. We're, the, we're your we're here to three-day confirm. late news. E-news. <laughs> Coming at you. TSR, TSR exclusive. Wow. Okay. Well, okay, what an episode. What Let's get the ep- fuck out of here. We are going to gracefully pivot away from this Wonderful episode. Thank you so much again to Amina for joining us. Um, And, you know, if you feel entertained by this show, Mm. we would love a rating and a review on iTunes. Would love. That would be amazing. If you have any thoughts or feelings on my body positivity conversation, please don't put it in the review. (laughs) Please sidebar me on Instagram. We can have a lovely little dialogue. But, like, guys... LOL. Let's do you really be want to do that? Though? Adults about this. Do I want to have an Instagram? Here's what I. <laughs> I'm like. Here's what I don't. Think here's you what I do. don't have to do. Respond. But. Safsabari <laughs> is my queen. I love her so much. No, I love you guys, and I want to keep having that conversation because I am actually. Um, I feel like there's room for growth in terms of the way that we all talk about it and the way that we all think about it. So that's really why I'm saying don't put it in the review because it's not something that we deserve to be like taken down for addressing. I think it's something that we all collectively as women need to continue to talk about. So true. So, so with you. So my rage has 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 turned around into compassion and love. Beautiful. I got there quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so a real, it was a real uh, personal development moment that we were all able to witness together. See how fast it happens when you've been you don't doing even, the work? You don't even need an online course. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. We're out of here. Uh, love you guys. Namaste listening. Bye. Once again, thank you to Thrive Market for being one of our most rosy discoveries of our lifetime. Head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde to get 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial. Namaste shopping online. Yes, that's a retrograde.